Welcome to a special episode of the Bull Take Podcast. I'm Austin Wader. With me as always, Austin Hill. You know, Austin, do you ever think what if? Uh, I think what if a lot. I used to think what if quite a bit. Then Marvel what if came out. And then I thought what if a lot more. Exactly. So based on that intro, if you haven't figured it out, um, that's kind of bad. You yeah. can, but today we're going to be discussing what ifs NFL edition today. Depending on how well this does, we might do an NBA edition yeah. of what if. Oh and, boy, don't and, even get me started on NBA. What we ifs. could, that one might be a full hour with those what ifs we create. But let's let's jump right into it. So the first one we each we each made a couple of them. So we each, so the first one comes from the man across from me. What is your first what if? Uh, my first what if is what if Drew Bledsoe was never injured? Um, this is really the cornerstone of the Patriots uh, dynasty. Um, is Drew Bledsoe gets hurt and some nobody named Tom Brady has to come in Who? and take his place. Um, and it goes on to create one of the greatest dynasties in sports history and maybe the greatest NFL player of all time. So, so let's think about this for a second. We'll kind of break it down. So let's number one, let's just picture the play. It's week two versus the Jets. He runs to the sideline and instead of taking the hit, he just goes out of bounds. Drew Bledsoe stays in the game. Uh, they do. They actually lose that game with Tom Brady in. Let's assume they still lose it with Drew Bledsoe. So now they're 0-2 to start. In a second year with Bill Belichick, after going, I believe they went 6-10 and his first year, there'd be a lot of question marks about the Patriots. And you wonder, with some of the talent on the team, I think there might be a chance they make a playoff run, but I don't think they make a Super Bowl that year. Do you Absolutely. think so? No, I don't think so. Well, Drew Bledsoe really was uh, a better quarterback than he ever really gets credit for in his career. Um, I, I just don't know that this team would go to the playoffs and, or well, probably go to the playoffs, but not go to the Super Bowl, what I should say. Um, and when you think about Bill Belichick and how early this was in his career, um, you know, getting Brady was just the right time kind of thing. Um, so maybe without that early Super Bowl, what, what happens next? Maybe, uh, but let's think about 2001, they played the Rams in the Super Bowl. You I think the Rams won the Super Bowl in 1999. You got to think the way it would have probably worked out in the playoffs. You know, they beat the Raiders in the tuck rule game, which is a whole nother uh, what if from yeah. that. Uh, but let's say the Raiders win. Uh, let's say it's the Raiders because the Raiders in 2001 were a good team. Steelers in 2001 were a good team. I would think they would most likely meet because the Steelers and Patriots been the AFC championship. So I feel like it would probably be them for it. Maybe. I feel like, okay, and I'm going to be honest with you. As good as much as I want to be biased and pick Steelers to win here, I don't think either of those teams beats the Rams in the Super Bowl. In no, that I, I think we might actually see the Rams bring home another uh, championship. Which would be their second in three years, which could mean the dynasty, which leads to another what if. Does this mean that Kurt Warner ever leaves the Rams? Does yeah. he ever Does he ever leave? Does he ever get injured? Does, does the Rams short run continue and they maybe with the momentum – go on to the Super Bowl the next year or the year after that. Could we see the Rams have been the Patriots instead of the Patriots? Yeah, you kill one dynasty and you bring up another. Definitely. And, of course, you got you got to think with the Patriots uh, after that season, let's say they make the playoffs and fail. And then, I mean, Tom Brady's a sixth-round pick. I don't think Bill Belichick thought of him as yeah. the main guy right away. I wouldn't think that. So I think the next year they probably start with Drew Bledsoe. And maybe they don't have the success. Maybe he does lead them to a Super Bowl down the road. But I think we would be looking at Bill Belichick as kind of 
a mediocre coach yeah. all time. And Tom Brady as a mediocre player, you know, we talk about the greatest coach of all time and greatest player of all time. That doesn't happen. Both of them are forgotten in history and we don't even know who they are in our brains today. Cause we were, we were like super young when this happened. Absolutely. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking about Peyton Manning and Don Shula as your new greatest coaches and greatest quarterbacks of all time, potentially. Uh, that would be a fun thing. If it wasn't Tom Brady, do you think it would have been Peyton Manning being considered the best QB of all time? Uh, or do you think it would have been Joe Montana? I like to think of Peyton Manning as uh, I agree. number two, but Joe Montana certainly a close uh, uh, at the top as well. Um, so certainly uh, a lot to think about at just – these things just lead you down like so many crazy rabbit holes. Uh, so, yeah, I thought let's also look at all the teams the Patriots have defeated in the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. So, let's see. First one, they defeated the Rams. Second one, they beat the Panthers, which, you know, they lost the Colts, lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship. So, think about that matchup. It would have been Jake DeLone versus Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. That would be something to remember. Let's say, you know, the Panthers showed how good a team were. The Panthers might have a Super Bowl win. Yeah. Then the next year, they play the Eagles in the Super Bowl. The Eagles might have a Super Bowl before 2017. Absolutely. And maybe they don't get that lovable losers thing. And then you think about uh, the when they face the Seahawks a few years in the Super Bowl down the road. Perhaps there isn't a one-yard line that we discussed there, yeah. possibly. And then the Falcons one. There might not be a 28-3 to that we can make fun of the Falcons for if it if this doesn't happen. Absolutely. Maybe they hold on to the lead. <laughs> maybe. Um, and just to go back to that Seahawks one, what if the Seahawks just route another team like they did the Broncos the year before? Exactly. What if so they just absolutely they dominate? The, I'm trying to – the Patriots beat the Colts in the AFC Championship game that year, I'm pretty sure. Because that was – I think that was the year when they hold deflate gate thing yeah, started yeah, happening. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So that it would have been Seahawks versus Colts, and that Colts team was not good enough to win a Super Bowl. We saw in no. the AFC Championship. Seahawks would have routed them, and then that makes the Seahawks back-to-back Super Bowl winners. And that means maybe the Seahawks stay together longer. I mean, this maybe another dynasty springing up. The NFC West would be the the king of all the divisions because you could have the Rams dynasty in the early 2000s and then the 2010s to maybe even the 2020. Maybe they're still together. Yeah, if that happens, uh, and with the Seattle Seahawks. So, I mean, you're talking about the NFC West possibly being the kings of the of the NFL, possibly. Yeah, you actually think about how many of those Seahawks guys are still active and still contributing. Um, Richard Sherman up until very recently, Bobby Wagner, Earl Thomas, Earl up Thomas, very recently. um, you know, even Earl Thomas wants to play. He just has a lot of off the field issues. Yeah. Um, you think about, uh, Marshawn Lynch should, probably should still be playing football, but he, he retired early. Um, you think so, about Doug Baldwin had injuries, cut his career short. You think about Jermaine curse. Definitely. You think about some of them guys, you think about, Oh, who is the linebacker that won Super Bowl? Malcolm Smith. Malcolm Smith. He won Super Bowl MVP. You wonder if his career turns out differently, if he's a back-to-back Super Bowl champion. Absolutely. I mean, the list the list could go on and on for what for what the, the Seahawks and the Rams really could. And maybe if the Seahawks still winning, Cam Chancellor maybe doesn't decide to hang it up early. Exactly. So I think if it's clear to us from this, the key winners from this, what if, if it doesn't happen? Is that the NFC West, the Seahawks, and the Rams be the two best dynasties in sports, yeah. possibly? Uh, just crazy. Um, you know, obviously that's saying that the Patriots, you know, draft the same and everybody drafts the same and that's this true. and that. But, you know, just based off, you know, just removing the Patriots from the equation, this makes the NFC West the greatest division of all time. It really does. <laughs> 
so so one of those we brought up is what we will discuss next, which is what if Seattle had been smart enough to just hand the football to the to the one of the best goal line running backs in NFL history, Marshawn Lynch. Four times. You just go four times. They can't stop him four times. If they stop him four times, you just got to tip your hat to the Patriots Absolutely. for pulling that off because, I mean, I wouldn't I, – as much as I don't like the Patriots, I'd be like, listen, they can stop Marshawn Lynch four times in a row on the one-yard line. They, they deserve the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, so, let's think. Obviously, we just discussed it. They possibly turn into a dynasty with that. And also, back to the Patriots discussion, let's say, you know, everything before that had happened. You know, they had won the three Super Bowls. They hadn't won a since 2004. They get there. They lose that. Do they become a whole nother dynasty again? Or what happens after that? Because Tom Brady's older in age and he doesn't win that. You got to think maybe he thinks about hanging it up sooner, possibly. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you think about well coming into that year, you know, people are starting to question the legitimacy of Tom Brady's legacy. I think and, he was even talked about rumor getting benched after a game yeah, during that year. Um, you know, I think they had Garoppolo by this point in time. Um, and so, you know, Bill Belichick was a big Garoppolo guy, maybe losing a Super Bowl like that. They look to go in a new direction. Maybe Tom Brady doesn't even retire. Maybe they look to ship him off, veteran quarterback, get that young guy in there, get some draft assets back, and look to win with the young guy, and somebody else takes Tom Brady on before he eventually made his own decision to leave Tampa Bay. And you got to think also, maybe this changes how uh, the whole deflate gate situation could change as well, because you got to think they won a Super Bowl with it, which makes it makes the NFL think it even more obvious that, yeah. let's say he loses, Possibly there is no suspension for Tom Brady for that next year. And maybe Roger Cadell isn't as hated as yeah. by Patriots fans as he was for that. So there's that one as well. And also you got to think about some of the teams, the Colts coming into that next year with the Patriots being a little bit, maybe not as confident. Maybe they rise up with Andrew Luck and he doesn't retire early down the stretch. Absolutely. I mean, there's just, there's just, it. this is why I love doing this. You can just think of so many different narratives yeah. for it. Uh, so let's also think about this as well for guys like Matt Patricia and Josh McDaniels, coaches that both got NFL coaching jobs not long after that. Uh, Matt Patricia, like three years after that. And now Josh McDaniels, you got to think without that Super Bowl success that they had, Maybe they don't become head coaches and we have a whole different head coaching field. Yeah, Brian Flores, another guy that's been in the news a lot recently. He was also a uh, part of that staff. Um, when Patricia leaves, he'll take the defensive coordinator position and then he'll get himself a head coaching job. So really, you know, like you said, without a lot of that Super Bowl pedigree, sure, Belichick's a good coach, but maybe not a great coach and maybe he doesn't have the staff that you're trying to pick somebody off of. Exactly. Instead, you're looking to pick some guy, more guys off that Seahawks staff. Yes. And who knows of the names that were on the Seahawks staff that we don't even know. I mean, obviously, Dan Quinn was the defensive coordinator. He got a job. I don't remember who their offense coordinator was. Either. So maybe he gets a job. You know, maybe – Maybe it's maybe they become the new Patriots where you hire their special teams coordinator yeah. as your new coach or a, or a specific position coach as your new head coach. Maybe that turns into it. And like, you know, we're talking about maybe the Seahawks possibly become the new New England, possibly. Yeah. And really, we're kind of rubbing it in the face of Seahawks fans here <laughs> recently talking about what they could have had if you just would have just. Handed it off. Or if Drew Law, uh, Drew Bledsoe stays healthy, maybe 30, 20 years later, you win a Super Bowl as a. Uh, we are just really letting them know that they that they 
they were this close, really. They were truly one yard away. And now you look at the Seahawks now and you think about, yikes. <laughs> Would they be trading Russell Wilson away True. right now? That's a very good point. And just, it just amazed me how much different picks are. And also, you got to think about, let's say that Garoppolo doesn't work out for the Patriots. Maybe they look again one of the QBs in the draft. Maybe they pull the plug on a Lamar Jackson like they were rumored to be in 2017. Absolutely. Or maybe the next year they go absolutely crazy and get Johnny Manziel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, the, the whole just the whole difference of the Patriots from these two what-ifs would be um, absolutely mind-blowing from yes, us. could change a lot. Very much. So next up is the next what-if from this man, and this is one that's near and dear to this man's heart, so yeah. let's let's hear it. Uh, this one is what if the Bears had traded up and taken uh, Patrick Mahomes instead of trading up and taking Mitchell Trubisky in the 2016 NFL draft? Um, and while I this is a what if that I think is a little more absurd because again, a lot of people say, oh, the Bears could have had Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. Well, yeah, but really they could have just had Deshaun Watson. Nobody knew Patrick Mahomes as the guy that he turned into be. Everyone thought he was either going to be amazing. Or a horrible bus. Um, and the big thing with the the trade that the Chiefs made was that it was kind of a shocker that they had traded up so high to get him when there were other guys on the board and they had Alex Smith and it was you know people were a little perplexed at the time. Obviously, looking back on it now, nobody's perplexed because he's gone on to be this great quarterback. Yeah. Um, but we have to take it back to uh, you know a simpler mind. But with hindsight being what it is, we look back on this what if when we say. What happens if the Chicago Bears had taken Patrick Mahomes? And I quite frankly think Patrick Mahomes doesn't turn into the player that he was. I 100% agree, um, and that's mainly due to, I think, Patrick Mahomes had that year sitting absolutely. behind Alex Smith. The Bears had signed Mike Glenn that offseason. Yeah, Mike Glennon, uh, there was no intention for Mike Glennon to be the full-time guy. He's going to play a couple games, Trubisky get his feet under him, and then they put him out there. And... This was John Fox's last year. A lot of people don't remember that Nagy wasn't there right away after uh, the success that Alex Smith had had this coming season. <laughs> um, and the flashes they had seen from Patrick Mahomes off the bench when they had clinched their playoff spot. Um, a lot of people were like, man, Andy Reid's got a great offense set. He can really develop some quarterbacks. Look at what he's done with Alex Smith. Look at the way Patrick Mahomes is kind of looking. This is a guy you want. And this is a guy whose offense you want. And so while I think that the Bears would probably still make a similar move to hire a guy like Matt Nagy, who is, you know, supposed to be this great quarterback whisperer. He uh, woke up Nick Foles when he was struggling in his career, along with Andy Reid back when in Kansas City. And he actually took a, um, he took over play calling for Andy Reid during his final year with the Chiefs and helped turn the Chiefs back into a playoff team. So. Absolutely. And, you know, helped with Alex Smith's development. And so that was the reason they brought him in to coach Trubisky. I think they would still do that same thing with Mahomes. But the big issue is that Matt Nagy is not Andy Reid. Mm -hmm. um, Matt Nagy's offenses just never really capitalized on the strengths of Mitchell Trubisky. And while I don't think Tr Mitchell Trubisky would have been this Hall of Fame, great player uh, to the caliber that Mahomes you is. You still think he might be the starter there today? Uh, yeah, I think that if he had been given a better chance he could have been a better quarterback. I don't know that I, I don't know that he would still be a bear. I shouldn't say that. 
Um, but he has like a better rep around but the league. I feel like he would be regarded as a solid quarterback as opposed to just this guy who's meh. Because he he just didn't get a fair shake. That's why I was always on Mitch's side. Even when I wanted us to draft a quarterback, I was always on his side because I knew he wasn't getting a fair shake. And, uh, you know, it just wasn't perfect for him. Um, but I feel like even if Mahomes and Trubisky had switched places, Trubisky wouldn't have been Mahomes level, but he would have had a better situation around him. Um, and I really just feel like Nagy would have ruined Mahomes the way he kind of ruined Trubisky. So, so my next question would be this, you know, let's say, you know, what happens? Number one goes Miles Garrett. Two goes Patrick Mahomes. Do the Chiefs still trade up into the top 10 and pick a QB? Do they like Mitchell Trubisky enough to say, hey, let's get him? Or do they get Deshaun Watson? Or do they say, none of these QBs really interest us. Let's just keep Alex Smith for another year. So, And you got to think also, with this, if this happens and they don't get a QB, does Alex Smith not get traded to Washington? And does he not suffer one of the worst injuries I've ever seen live in an NFL game ever? Absolutely. Here's an interesting hypothesis for you. Say they do want a quarterback. Say Deshaun Watson, you know, he comes off the board. And now you're left with, sure, everybody remembers Trubisky. But Trubisky was, I I can't say for sure, but on a lot of people's boards, he was the fourth best quarterback Mm -hmm. in this draft. Mm -hmm. There was a man sitting at number three who had had a good sophomore year at Notre Dame, had a bad junior year. Some people thought he should have stayed, but they saw the potential in this guy. He went to the draft. A man by the name of Deshaun Kaiser, who would be taken at the end of the first round by the Cleveland Browns, do they trade up and say, maybe we don't want Trubisky, but do we want Kaiser? Kaiser, kind of a similar skill set to Patrick Mahomes. Does Deshaun Kaiser really f- blossom? And under you got to think also, system? he made a statement after the draft that he likens himself with Tom Brady and stuff like that. And the, the football guys punished him in the worst way possible yeah. by sending him to the factory of sadness that is the Cleveland Browns. And yeah, you got to think about it. Maybe some of these guys become the stars in the offense for the Chiefs. And also, let's say maybe they don't. Maybe this leads to Andy Reid still not having a Super Bowl ring and still being one of the, yeah, he'll get you to the playoffs, but he ain't going to win you a Super Bowl type A guy coaches. who just can't get over the hump. Exactly. And you got to think, maybe we don't hear as much about Tyreek Hill. Maybe we don't ever hear as much about Travis Kelsey because the Chiefs aren't as successful as they are today. Here's a question, though. Uh, let's say that next draft, you know, this was the one, uh, this was right before the 2017 draft. Maybe they choose, Amy chooses Lamar Jackson, of course. possibly in that draft uh, with the QBs, or maybe they trade up and get Baker Mayfield. Maybe they get Sam Darnold or Josh Allen, Josh Allen, <laughs> or maybe the whole career changes for Josh Rosen. Absolutely. I mean, you know, was a top 10 pick and now is basically a backup without even giving a fair chance. So, I mean, this, once again, another thing that could just show how crazy things could be when we think, you know, what if? And also, you got to think, what if the 49ers maybe still build their team the same, possibly, and they win Super Bowl 54? Jimmy G isn't considered anything less than a Super Bowl winning QB. They don't trade up and get a QB in the draft two years from then. And he isn't almost booed out the door like he is today, pretty much. Absolutely. This... It always opens a door. It's it's fun to take one little thing and, and just twist it and see where it goes. <laughs> Very much so. And speaking of one, this could be one that could have shifted an entire career in an entire city. This next one, 
let's set the scene. It's the 20, I think it's 2019 NFC Championship, or I think it was that one. Rams versus Saints. End of the game. They're tied. Saints are marching down the field. Drew Brees throws the pass. It's incomplete. But an obvious thing happened. Nikhil Roby Coleman absolutely demolished the Saints receiver. No flag is thrown. Rams go on to win the game in overtime, go to Super Bowl. What if we twisted it, though? Let's say the refs weren't horrible and threw the flag. The game's over right there. Absolutely. They run the clock out and they kick a field goal. Like and a chip shot field goal. Drew Brees goes to the Super Bowl. Which, I mean, you got to think about that match. If it was Drew Brees against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, that might be guarded as one of the more hyped-up Super Bowls ever, if you think yeah. about it. I mean, that's one of those dream Super Bowl matchups we never got. Exactly. So, well, let's think about it this way. I have a feeling if it's the Saints, it's not a 13-3 Super Bowl. No. Because... The QB play by Jared Goff in that one was not the greatest. This is Drew Brees still in his still in his prime, basically. I feel like this ends up being the high-scoring game that we thought it was going to be with the Rams yeah. and Patriots. And I mean, let's say maybe the Saints win that game. Drew Brees is now in the two Super Bowls. Sean Payne, a two-time Super Bowl winning head coach. All of this, does Tom Brady end up still leaving to go to Tampa Bay, it knowing did. that he has to go face the Saints? Absolutely. You think about that. Uh, does he go to Tampa Bay? Um, you think about, again, does he decide to leave a little bit early? You know, again, maybe frustrated with, you know, that was around the time that the roster around him started getting a little bit worse. Gronk was nearing the end of his time. Julian Edelman was really the only key wide receiver. Absolutely. Um, you know, just strapped for players. Cordero Patterson was one of their top offensive weapons. And now he's really come along improving himself. But this was before he had uh, his potential had been unlocked, I would say. Um, and so you look at that team and you wonder what happens with Tom Brady. But here's a more interesting one. Does Jared Goff get this massive contract if – the you know he has an underwhelming postseason doesn't take the Rams to the playoffs do the Rams decide to not give him a huge extension and go get someone else before maybe maybe they trade for Stafford early maybe they draft somebody entirely different maybe so and maybe they don't do the whole thing where they trade all their first round picks knowing that they might need them to get a QB so absolutely so that could possibly change it let's also Figure it out for the Saints. How different does that change the future of that team? Let's say they win that Super Bowl. They're probably Super Bowl favorites that next year and the year after that until Drew Brees retires. And you got to wonder how differently we would look at Drew Brees' legacy and as well as Sean Payton's now that they're both retired for now. Absolutely. We'd be looking at them as two-time Super Bowl champions and not, oh, they got – there in 2009, right at the start, but they did nothing afterwards. Now you add that to the legacy. Yeah, I think Drew Brees might be up there even more with some of the greats. And talk about a Super Bowl resume. You beat Peyton Manning in your first Super Bowl. The next one you take down Tom Brady. I mean. Those are some uh, Those are some big names to be beaten in the Super Bowl. Those are definitely some big names to get being Super Bowl. But also, back to the Rams. Does Sean McVay become this fantastic coach still? Do the Rams make the Super Bowl the next year, possibly? Because you got to think the year after that, they fell apart and didn't even make the playoffs the next year. Maybe they bounce back from that and make a Super Bowl run the next year. For sure. And maybe instead of Rams 49ers in 2022, we get Rams versus 49ers in the final Super Bowl before uh, a certain thing called COVID showed up. So 
maybe that happens. And now I have a feeling a fully healthy 49ers team against that Rams team, that would have been a dang good football game. Absolutely. So we have one more what if to discuss, possibly, depending on how long we discuss with this one. Uh, this one's an interesting one. What? This is a little bit older before us. What if Barry Sanders didn't retire early? Now, for those of you who don't know, Barry Sanders, running back for the Lions, really the only one of the few good things the Lions have ever had yeah. in their history, retired in, I believe, what, like 1999, I think? Something crazy. Man, he didn't even play 10 full seasons in the NFL. And yet in his final year, he was still doing good. You got to think possibly there was a rumor I have heard that was true about the Miami Dolphins that year. They were going to do a Herschel Walker type deal to acquire him wow. from the Lions. Does that deal get done if he doesn't retire early? You got to think maybe the Dolphins game. This is when Jimmy Johnson was coached. Maybe Barry Sanders might get to go to a Super Bowl with a, a better organization, a better staff. And maybe the Lions – don't suck as early. Yeah. You got to um, think about that, too. Absolutely. It's uh, really crazy to think about. Um, obviously, I think a big one um, is that Barry Sanders, if he doesn't retire... Comes the all-time leading rusher. Yeah, he's the all-time leading rusher. There's no question about it. Um, I think that's one thing that really hampers, uh, when I think about the greatest running back of all time, really hampers uh, the resume for me, is that he just stopped because he wanted to. He just didn't get the record because he didn't want to. And, you know, that kind of always has thrown me off about Barry Sanders. He just stopped because he didn't want to anymore. Not because he couldn't. Um, not because he wasn't able. Just because he didn't want to. And it almost like football was just an afterthought for him sometimes. Pretty much. But you think about us with the Lions. Let's say he does say they see a few years. Do the Lions, maybe the Lions never go 0-16 in 2008. Yeah. Maybe they don't become the laughing stock in the NFL that year until the Browns do it in 2017. It'd be the first time ever. Yeah, exactly, which would make it even more historic for that situation. Uh, but let me say this, though, with this one. Do I think the Lions win a Super Bowl if Barry Sanders stays? No. no. Do I think he maybe stay, if he stays longer, he can go to a team that maybe he can compete for a Super Bowl? Possibly. You know, maybe there's a trade like that. Maybe – he goes to the Patriots because you got to think he plays a couple more years to when the Patriots start gaining some momentum. Maybe he goes there as one of those guys for Tom Brave when they need to run the ball or, you know, who knows about that? Absolutely. And one last quick one we'll do. This is an interesting one. What if Elway hadn't refused to play for the Colts in 1983? So let's set the stage 1983 draft. Indianapolis, uh, it was Baltimore Colts at this time are the number one pick and they want to draft John Elway. The problem is he doesn't want to play for him mainly because of the owner and because the owner, and he was worried that the owner of the situation was not good. Well, that proved to be right when they moved to Indianapolis in the middle of the night, like a full year That's later. A crazy story. That is a crazy they story. They just packed up in the middle of the night and just left. But let's think about it. If he does play for the Colts, obviously number one, Maybe the Colts don't leave Baltimore. Maybe we don't have a Baltimore Ravens today. Yeah. Maybe instead, what do the Broncos do in that situation? Because they picked a lineman at number four that went and got traded to them. Maybe the Broncos don't ever enter that conversation of an elite team. Maybe they're still searching for their first Super Bowl to this day. Absolutely. Because the reason Peyton Manning went there in 2015 
was because of the legacy that John Elway had built there with those two Super Bowls during his time there. And the pitch John Elway himself made to Peyton Manning. Exactly. So possibly that doesn't happen. You also got to think about how this could have affected John Elway's career. Would he have been successful on the Colts? Would he have led them to the success he had with the Broncos? And also you got to think, if he's there, Elway played till 1998. Peyton Manning got drafted number one overall by the Colts in 1998. Where does Peyton Manning go instead? Maybe he ends up with the Broncos from the start and creates a legacy like that. I mean, there's so many different things that could change for us. And also that 1983 draft class is still like the best thing ever. The amount of Hall of Famers in that draft. Yes. I mean, we could do a whole redraft there and just think of how much that would flip-flop things. It'd be wild. It would be quite wild. But that is going to be it for our special What If episode. Obviously, there's still a ton of other what ifs we didn't discuss in this. So let us let us know what you think about. And if this, like I said, if this gets enough uh, of a good amount of plays, we could be doing an NBA what if. And absolutely, I mean, what? I mean, you've got to think of the multiple what ifs that could happen from that. Just go look at my Corzemba's channel. You can find a ton of what ifs on there. But that'll be it for this episode. That is Austin Hill. I'm Austin Wader, and we want to thank you for listening.